Hello, hello. We're back for another episode on our prayer series. And this has been such a rich conversation that it just keeps going. So I don't even know what part we're in. So I, you know what? Count it or anything. <laughs> if it's past three, we're just going to say it's continuing. It's just a continuous, never ending series. series. Yep. <laughs> but it's important. Why do we want to talk about prayer? Um, we just to give you guys a recap of what we've talked about in the past episodes of um, prayer. It's so powerful. It's that relationship that we have individually as um, as people, wherever we're coming from, whatever our background is, whatever we've gone through, um, what makes us us. Right. It doesn't it just that's who we are. But in that relationship we have with God is unique. And through prayer, we can communicate with God. And what a special, wonderful, like privilege. I say privilege a lot. I don't know if that's the right word, but opportunity it is to be able to to pray to God, the father, the creator of the entire universe, who is sovereign, who has made me, who has made MJ, every single person. Um, and to be able to talk to him. Yeah. And Nicole, you know, you said privilege and then you kind of stepped away from that. But I also, I think that was probably the Holy Spirit saying that word for you because it is a privilege, right? Like mm. we can recap that we get to speak to the creator of the universe because of what Jesus did on the cross, right? Yeah. Because of the yeah. blood that he shed on the cross, we are able to be seen and heard by the Lord in this way, which is the biggest privilege which i think we need to understand always before we approach his throne in prayer because if we look again we're not going to go through this whole list of things but the old testament before jesus there is a whole bunch of things they had to do to even approach the lord yes but we mm-hmm. people who've been saved by jesus love him believe in him know that he's our savior we have the privilege to pray and to know with confidence that we are heard so that individual relationship that you have one-on-one with the lord is a privilege that we we need to be able to adore and go into those gates of prayer with thanksgiving and praise absolutely and i don't want to discourage any of you introverts um but yeah we gotta get out of our shell here us introverted turtles i'm not saying us i'm not always introverted depends on the day but if you are That's truly me. introverted, me. <laughs> <laughs> if you are truly introverted, stay tuned because this is something that I think it's so valuable for us to get into talking about corporate intercessory, mm-hmm. praying with others in the body of Christ and having um, that experience and knowing kind of why it is such a valuable thing to have the setting of corporate prayer. Just as important as building that relationship with the Lord, we have to remember that the Lord has built us up to also build the church, and that can come through prayer and prayer as a group. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there are many different types of people in the Bible who we can look at, groups, individuals um, who have shown the power of prayer and in group settings. So um, we're going to turn to Acts chapter 2, verse 42, and MJ is going to read that for us. 
Yeah, so we're right now we're after Pentecost, right? So we have the Holy Spirit has poured over all the people as the Lord has said he would allow to happen. And so we have um, here again in Acts 2.42. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together in everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who needed. Every day they continued to meet in the temples. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together. They were glad with sincere heart. Okay, so I read more of that passage than just the part of prayer because building the case for knowing and understanding why praying together is important is because it builds our ability to be unified as a body. It allows us to bring the, the wisdom the Lord has placed in our heart, the adoration the Lord has placed in our heart towards weaving the body together. And as the early believers did and what grew their numbers because people were able to see through what was happening in these groups, the Lord's signs and wonders, was they were continuing to meet together, to break bread, and to pray. And that prayer part is what we're going to touch on and, and continue to just um, think about when we are praying with our body, we are able to provide the space that is all there for the same reason. We all want the Lord to hear us with our voices, with our hearts, united together. And we want the ability to provide an atmosphere of prayer, which we will continue to press into, that God has called us to. He's called us to meet together, to pray together, to intercede. And we are all different voices in that body different pieces mm -hmm. and different voices and we'll touch more about the importance of bringing that perspective in a little bit yeah yeah I mean I was just looking at the scripture that you read and to talk about verse 43 right after that saying how every you know an awe came upon every soul as they were breaking bread and praying wonders and signs I mean some of the the wonderful thing I can just see right after that is that they shared their possessions and belongings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People from different backgrounds, socioeconomic statuses, coming together to just share everything that they had. Mm -hmm. That's a deep love, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to share not my, my things with everybody. <laughs> That's not normal. Right. That's not it's like a deep love is we can being do. created. Yeah. And what was created in their hearts, they were able to pour out. Um, and it says here, they received their food with glad and generous hearts. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're coming together, you're bringing in your possessions, you're eating together, you're breaking bread, you're praying. Mm -hmm. And I wish that was still the case, but we, we will just focus on the prayer part. But that's but that was a product of building yes. that authentic yeah loving relationship yes is centered on christ um right but yeah. i'm just thinking about some examples nicole in the word where i was struck by the power of intercessory prayer and so we look at now we jump to acts 12 and for the context of the passage that i'm going to read basically some of the apostles have been arrested two already in this situation were giving like were told to be killed and were killed by sword is what the scripture says and peter was then also arrested, and he was going to go and have a public um, trial. And what happened was a miracle. An angel came and took him through the prison walls and, and set him free. 
But during this time, there was a group of other followers of believers who were meeting at one of the apostles' homes, and they were interceding. They were praying. They were, they, you know, could you imagine? For Peter to come out. For Peter to be saved. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that? Like, if you, so if I had, like, okay, I'm not going to try to put this on you. I don't want you to feel like I, I'm just going to put you in the example, okay? So let's say, like, mm, two of our friends were beheaded. Mm-hmm. And, like, you were in prison, which I'm not going to say is going to happen. I'm not trying to put that out there as prophecy or anything bad. But let's say they arrested you because you were doing a good work. I, I wouldn't know what to do. I don't know how to, like, break someone out of jail. I don't know how to, like, you know, I don't know, hack a, hack whatever doors to get you out. But I know how to pray. Mm-hmm. So if someone's going to say, what are you going to do? I'm going to say I'm going to pray. And people will be like, okay, but what else? Mm-hmm. But these people knew how powerful prayer was, right? Yeah. You so, saying I wouldn't pray for you? Of course I'd pray for you if you were I, in jail. Yeah, but I mean, like, I know you would, but, like, I think old version me would have been, like, I got to watch Prison Break and, like, figure out how to get you out, <laughs> right? Do you know what I'm saying? And I would pray, yeah, too, in the process of that. But, yeah. like, first, I'm saying the, the power in prayer. I'm sorry, I'm pounding the, the area here. No. That might help. But I'm saying, like, you know, yeah, yeah. I realize that prayer is more powerful than me trying to attempt any prison break. <laughs> and so and also those early apostles, they got it. Those early believers yes, knew the did. only way they were going to save pre- uh, Peter was if the Lord himself came and saved him. And he did. Yeah. Going into scripture now and knowing the, the background that I just gave you guys. I'm going to start from 12. When this had dawned on him. Peter, who had just been saved by the angel, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. Peter knocked on the entrance door, and a servant named Rahoda came to answer the door. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was overjoyed. She ran back without opening it and exclaimed, (laughs) Peter's at the door. (laughs) And they all said, you're out of your mind. Um, which is what we were talking about is that craziness of how much of a miracle it was. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even believe her. She was like, Mm-mm. I can't even, I can't even, she shut the door. She's like, I can't even recognize that this is you, but I'm so happy it's you. And then she slammed the door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we think about like, right. So they, these people were all in this home praying, Nicole. And we often think of corporate intercessory prayer as everybody at the church praying together for something. Mm. But if we really think about it, it's not even that. We don't have to be in the church to do corporate prayer. We can be in our living room with our family, with our friends, with Mm -hmm. the church, um, outside of the four walls, doing intercessory prayer, right? Mm -hmm. And so we want to now, let's transition into how come it is important to allow yourself to be in an atmosphere of corporate prayer and how to build that atmosphere of corporate prayer, intercessory prayer. And and being in a body of people, oftentimes the Lord re like unites your minds and your hearts together yes. within that body and you're literally you're becoming part of a whole. Um yes. and it's it's an amazing it's not just an experience, but it it creates it can create an intimacy with people that you would never maybe normally associate with or never have much in common with. But when you're in that group, all of a sudden you have 
like you learn to love these people who you might never normally associate with. And that's kind of what have, being in a church body is all about is like it's not going to look all like you. And yet that's what God desires is for those relationships to be built and um, and being able to speak about your relationship, about who God is in front of other people. It's not about public speaking. It's not about doing that in front of people. Mm -hmm. It's simply realizing I have a relationship with God and I'm going to talk about him in front mm -hmm. of other people. And that's it. And when you do that, you hear other people talking about their relationship with God in front of you. And it builds this amazing trust between you and other people. Like, that's so cool that she loves Jesus so much. I love that. And you immediately, I mean, it might take some, it, it can take a different, like paces can be different, whatever. But you realize I'm in a community and I love these people simply because they love the same Savior that I love. Like they have a God that I pray to. It's the same God. Mm -hmm. It's not a different God. It's the exact same God. Yeah. Um, and you, you find yourself like being loved and loving to be there and wanting to be there. And, and we see that over and over again in, in the scriptures, like what MJ talked about with Peter. The first thing he did when he got out of prison was go to that home. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, man, I just got out of prison. I'm going to see my friends who are praying, yes. like who he's prayed with before. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he knew where to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, and we think about even our own experience, Nicole. So we both are part of the same intercessory group for praying. And for our group, there is a mission, right? So there's different ways about intercessory. So there's different ways we can do corporate praying and there's no right or wrong way but sometimes we get united on one topic and we're like we want to all unite on this topic of building a multicultural kingdom mm -hmm. right yeah. and, but some some might be a corporate praying for just the body in general over the entire church yeah. and it, the beauty of it is is when you build an atmosphere so how do you build the atmosphere first is of course right is like experiencing um like surrender because if you are in this in this area of prayer, going into it with needing to have certain expectations met, you don't allow the Lord to work in that space. So really building the atmosphere of coming in, surrendering, allowing the Lord to just really be present, letting his Holy Spirit work through everybody, every part of the body, because the whole body is valuable. Each part of the body is valuable. Each part of, of those um, eyeballs and those arms and those hands and the way that it comes together has a different function, a different impact on the church, but it is valuable. And so that's why when you get together, like you're saying, you build love, you build insight, the Holy Spirit grants wisdom through even praying. And sometimes you find yourself praying and you're like, I don't even know where that came from. Mm -hmm. And you, you see that like um, sometimes we do these prayer circles that we will go out and we have separate time praying so like 15 to 20 minutes where we're listening to music and we're praying individually and seeing that the lord has something specific for us to bring together and then after that time we come together and every time that we have done this the holy spirit has walked each one of us around in those prayer spaces even in that time and been able to unite one theme around what he was speaking to our hearts united as one body in christ and that was incredible 
because no no one could plan that better. You can't prep enough to go to a thing mm-hmm. to try to come together. Only by the Holy Spirit can something come together so seamlessly, mm-hmm. so encouraging that when you walk away from that, you're like, wow, the Lord is present. He was here. He is here. And yeah. he's walking with us out these doors. That is also like a current day miracle. If you can actually appreciate those things where you're like, wow, he gave you that scripture. He gave me this scripture. He gave me this vision. He gave me this image. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, it all goes together. Lord, thank you for being present. And that encouragement can come only through that corporate atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't need to be in a corporate building. It could be in a living room. But Mm -hmm. it builds you up. And because of those experiences, you bond differently. Yeah. Because you feel the presence of the Lord and the Holy Spirit uniting you. But taking initiative. So it's that call to action, okay? So it's great. This is why I want to. Now, if you want to actually put it to action, if there isn't a group already existing, pray about getting a couple people together in your living room or someone's Mm -hmm. living room, a coffee shop, somewhere. Yeah. And then what is the Lord speaking to you to pray? What have you been reading about in the Word? What is a passion you put in your heart? It may be, you know, about something specific like a multicultural kingdom it might be like hey let's pray about mental health awareness or things in the church it could be something about mothers it could be about fathers it doesn't matter it's just the lord does call us to pray and it's a beautiful thing when you can partake in corporate intercessory prayer and you don't you don't need to feel like you're saying a quote just to reiterate you're not gonna do it for public speaking or to be perfect in your words you do it to pray together and without thinking so much of, am I saying the right words as to knowing like, am I praying with an authentic heart? The words that I just need to pray right now, because your shift will center around Christ and not on oh, what if I stumble over what I say and people think I'm ridiculous. Mm-hmm. No, because we're all there. We all should be there focused on Christ. And we all need to try to let him intervene on our anxieties or things that would prohibit us from speaking the valuable words that we can offer the body of the church. Mm. Yeah, that is so good. That's amen to that. And like for the next episode, I think we will talk a little bit about what um, the super religious holy people Mm. back in Jesus' day would do and how they actually um w- how they would pray in public settings and what our example should be Not from me. their mistakes <laughs> from their mistakes yes. <laughs> so yes. we're gonna get back into that um the following episode so thank you guys so much for joining us in this episode um we love you we pray that you guys are having a wonderful day and um you know i will pray us out tonight today wherever you are at your time lord we thank you so much for the um the ways that you move within us the way that you have given us the holy spirit to speak in in relationship with you with others to be able to be a part of uh, a large body of people who have different values, who have different thoughts, but who ultimately are your children, and we get to be a part of that. Um, Thank you for strengthening us throughout the body of Christ through um, your Holy Spirit. And I pray that whoever is listening and is wanting to deepen their, their prayer life and their relationship, that that would just be something they could do seamlessly um, with 
knowing that you are giving them the power because ultimately you give us that power, Lord, to have um, any relationship with you at all, to be able to be in relationship with others. And I pray that that would grow more and more in the hearts of the believers, the hearts of people, um, and that ultimately we would be able to offer up our prayers to you to give you the glory and you the honor Mm -hmm. in all that we say and do. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.